Hey, what's going on? This is Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow. We are here at Bridge and Tunnel Brewery, located on 1535 Decatur Street in Ridgewood, New York, 11385. Perry, how you doing? I'm pretty good. Had a beer. Got another beer ready. The crowd is ready, obviously. Oh, yeah. The crowd is brimming with anticipation. You have a pint. I have a flight in front of me. Uh, Bridge and Tunnel Brewery, they are the reigning 2017 Rupert's Cup winners, which has essentially crowned them as a favorite brewery at the 2017 NYC Beer Week. And we're hanging at the brewery today for the third annual Bridge and Tunnel Rock'em Sock'em Robots Tournament. It's a day of beer, friendly competition, uh, friendly that is until we get deeper into the tournament and closer to the prize, which is this beautiful belt sitting right in front of us right now. Um, any, any early predictions, Perry? I don't know. These little kids look like they're going to give everybody a run for their money, honestly. <laughs> they do. They do. So basically to set the scene, we got these. Uh, it's breweries packed Saturday night. We got a, a two tables, two long wooden tables set up uh, next to each other in a line. And there's just a whole fuck ton of, of rock'em, sock'em robots uh, laid out across the table with a big uh, a championship belt. And the uh, championship belt will go to the winner. And the winner has bragging rights. The belt will live here. In the uh, in the brewery, so exciting stuff, exciting stuff. So, a little bit about Bridge and Tunnel, right? So, in September 2012, Bridge and Tunnel became the first true garage-based nano brewery in New York City. One and a half barrel self-built system operating in 150 square feet, which is pretty incredible. In 2015, Bridge and Tunnel officially became a microbrewery and expanded capacity to a self-built 10 barrel system and tap room where we are today. The brewing rig consists of three stainless steel kettles, a hot liquor tank, a mash tun, and a boil kettle, each with a 55-gallon holding capacity. The system can churn out roughly 45 gallons per batch, or about nine sixths. The kettles themselves are clad in oak, which came from a neighbor's oak floors. Uh, the brewery itself was built from the ground up, pretty much all the larger components being repurposed and reclaimed. Materials, the three stainless steel kettles, including the tank functioning as the hot liquor tank, uh, which at one time was used in the kitchen of a Chinese restaurant. At the time of acquiring the tank, it was partially crushed after being backed into by a car. So there's a lot of interesting story here, stories here. Rich, the owner and head brewer, he's got a lot of uh, incredible stories. The guy personifies the do-it-yourself style in every sense of the word. He's actually appeared on the show several times in the past, most recently during... Our trip to the well, episode 33, the last day of Summerfest, part one. Uh, Bridge and Tunnel was exclusively featured in episode 27, and Rich first appeared as a guest in episode 20, the 2017 Queens Beer Week kickoff event. And uh, we're hoping to bring on Rich a little bit uh, later to the show. So, uh, Perry, how are you feeling right now? Feeling pretty good, you know. I had a bit of a business trip, so back in the swing of things, back in the city. Excited to... Uh, you know, just enjoy a fun weekend. Excellent. Now, is this your first trip to the brewery here? No, I've, I've been here once quite a while ago. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a little while since I've been here. But uh, it's a little more busy tonight, which is kind of fun, seeing the full vibe. Yeah. So I'm digging that. Agree. And I see some some folks from Homebrew and Homebrew and Hand Grenades, the Homebrew Club from uh, Long Island. Shout out to uh, Homebrew and Hand Grenades. Um, so a little bit about the name, Bridge and Tunnel. So Bridge and Tunnel is actually a reference to uh, people or a person living in the suburbs. And, and the way it started was that it was actually perceived as, as them being unsophisticated. Um, the earliest known instance of the phrase in print was actually December 13th in a 1977 edition of the New York Times. It basically be used to describe residents of the outer boroughs, Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, and Staten Island. 
But more recently, it's typically referred to those who travel into the city from upstate New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Long Island. And uh, Rich actually had a good story about, about why he chose the name, but I'll just basically summarize. And he chose it because it's the bridges and the tunnels that unite the city, not divide it. And he hopes that, you know, his beer is a way of bringing people together, kicking back and unwinding. So he actually took a negative term and, and turned it to a pretty positive one, which I think is, um, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, I, I, I'm definitely digging, uh, digging that. I'm digging the name they got yeah, here, Bridge and Tunnel. It's definitely an interesting concept, you know. Been here long enough to notice the, uh, you know, there's some pride in every borough, and there's definitely uh, some uppityness depending on where you're talking about who you're talking to. But, but it's nice to, yeah, have at least as far as the five boroughs as one, just like you know our last gig. Yeah. I mean, five boroughs. It's a city. It's, you got to cross a bridge now and again to see it all. Absolutely. I mean, you're, you got to take some trains, some buses, some bridges. You you got to you know some tunnels. You gotta, you gotta get out there to experience it all. So it's great to kind of have that unified uh, unified feeling. Um, but again, so we're here for the third annual Rock'em Sock'em Robots Tournament, plus, of course, the uh, beer release, the Fresh Pond Golden Ale, which is actually one of the beers that's in my uh, flight. It's actually released every year in tandem with, with this event. Uh, a little bit about Rock'em Sock'em Robots, if who those who may not know, it's a two-player action game designed by Marvin Glass and Associates. It's actually first manufactured by Mark's Toy Company in 1964, it features two famous dueling robots, Red Rocker and Blue Bomber. And basically, we all know how this works. You rock them, you sock them, until you knock their head off. The game and the robots have been updated over the years, but the basic tenet remains the same. Beat the hell out of your opponent to win. So I'm excited to see how this tournament shakes out. And um, didn't, they, didn't they make a movie out of this recently? I think there was a movie that was like kind of like based on... like Yeah, like I, it, it didn't never use the name, but it was essentially like build a robot to beat up another robot. Yeah, but it was... I think it, it was it's pretty obviously inspired, you know? Wasn't that with a Hugh Jackman? Wasn't he Some, in that? Yeah, somebody like that. Like, yeah. We'll uh, the name, but yeah, that definitely was inspired, you, at least. You're absolutely right. And I actually, I forgot about that movie completely until uh, until you mentioned it. Uh, now it's going to bother me. i gotta, I got to look that up. I mean, it wasn't that great, but no, it, it was entertaining for the minute. This <laughs> <laughs> is very cool. So excited excited to be back here at, uh, at Bridge and Tunnel. And uh, hopefully we'll bring on a few guests for everyone today. And, um, yeah, just looking to have a good time. Absolutely. All right. So uh, we'll be back. We'll, we're going to keep drinking. And uh, once this thing starts, we're going to do a little color commentating and uh, bring on a few special guests. Cheers. All right. This is Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow. We are back at it. And we have another very special guest returning to the show. Sir, please introduce yourself. My name is AJ Namiko. AJ, how you doing? This is your uh, third appearance on the show. Yes, it is. It's good to be back. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and uh, and thank you. You actually came and you brought us a little something before we got on air. Can you talk about that? That's a little, um, some moon trend that I acquired from somebody who will remain nameless. And that was 95 proof, right? Yeah, that was 95 proof. Didn't, didn't taste like it, did it? No, uh, that, that was smooth. smooth. Yeah, it was very smooth. It's some good stuff. Yeah, so what do you, what do you guys been up to? I'm doing brewing in a couple of weeks for actually Blue Points Cast Festival. Oh, nice. Yes. So that'll be happening soon. Cool. Looking forward to that. Should be a good time. Do you know what you're going to be uh, brewing for there? I am not 100% sure yet. I'm thinking a red ale. Didn't you do a red ale at the Brew for a Cure? Or am I remembering that incorrect? There was a lot of beers I had there that night. There was a lot of beers. <laughs> yeah. uh, I might have. I probably did. I I, I that do, sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, I'm probably do, I definitely doing a different red ale recipe, though. Okay. Than I normally brew, so... We'll see how that comes out. 
Very, very nice. And and how's uh how's Peter tripping the gang? Everybody doing good? Everybody's doing good. Peace doing good. You know, the club's doing good. We're getting ready for our festivals upcoming. And when is that? When is your festival? Well, we're doing Blue Point. I'm not positive of the date yet. Mm -hmm. I know when the date is. They haven't announced it, so I'm not going to spoil it for everybody. Fair enough. We are doing Bayfest at Great South Bay Brewery. Nice. May. Okay. I believe it's May 19th. Uh, we Coney Island did a work show with a couple of home brewers. So we're doing judging for that actually next month. And the winner is going to have their beer brewed by Coney Island. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, so... That's uh, a big opportunity. Was, yeah. Some community was, bolstering. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You know, that was open to any homebrew club. Okay. So you had the Home Brewers Guild of Net New York. A bunch of people from the Home Brewers Hand Grenades. or a couple of people from the Suffolk. Either LIBME or beer. So they, they brewed over 300 gallons for to get the homebrew. So there should, wow. be, there should be a nice variety. Yeah. I'm looking forward to see who wins. Wow. And when, and when is that again? That is going to be in March... I believe March 18th is when they're doing the judging. That's that sounds pretty good. Yeah. And and you've been a uh, uh, brewery hopping today, right? You you came from another brewery? Yeah, I was actually at Barrier earlier today. Nice shout out to Barrier. Good good place. Yeah, very good place. You know, great guys there. Were they were they dropping cans today? They are dropping cans next week. Next week, okay. Yeah, um, next Saturday. I know one can is a collab with other half, and the other can is other half in a borough and Carton. Wow. Yeah, so that's going to be a big release for them. It's going to be like the longest lens in a while. Yeah. yeah it's going <laughs> to be probably as long, if not longer, than when they did their collaboration with Grim over the summer. Yeah, I was there for that one, actually. Yeah, so was I. I went to other half first and then to that release. Oh, that so was crazy. I, that was a long day. Yeah. I went. Yeah. I just went there, but I, I like just missed the railroad LIR train. Oh, yeah. So I ended up getting stuck in Jamaica like, I just want to drink. <laughs> at Jamaica. You, you can wait there for an hour before that train comes. Yeah, exactly, right? So so what are you currently drinking on right now? Right now I have the Ridgewood Oak Aged Pale Ale. Yeah, how is that? I was thinking about getting I'm, that next. I'm actually really liking it. Yeah. You know, it's not too oaky, but you definitely get the oak notes The notes are there, yeah. It's cool. It's very well-balanced beer. Yeah, I've actually got that in my uh, flight. I haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm drinking the coffee cream ale at the moment. Ooh, I was thinking about getting that one. Yes. It's good. I like it. Yeah, solid, solid. Oh, here Welcome we Oh, here we go. To the third annual Richwood Grove Lockham Sockham Boxing Tournament. Yeah! yeah. Main court, Richwood Grove Arena, which was a little snapshot of history, because we like history. In Ridgewood, Queens, from 1926 to 1956, there was the Ridgewood Grove Arena. Not many people know or have been there. At the time, it hosted some boxing greats like Willie Pep, Sugar Ray Robinson, Jack Dempsey, and uh, wrestlers. Then it went down, and in the 1980s, it came back, and it became host for boxing and professional wrestling once again. Saw the likes of Hulk Hogan, Superfly, Jimmy Snuka, the Wild Samoans, Bob Backlund, the Iron Sheik, all coming through your local neighborhood. And then in 1994, it burned to the ground. And so nobody remembers it, except here at Bridge and Tonic Brewery. So, and we've also put the beer that we do for that event, this event, it's on 
two lines, night, uh, it's on one line. Richard Grove, Oakage, Pale Ale. Anyway, welcome everybody. We have contenders, we have fights that are gonna go down. Here are the rules. We'll have two fighters on either side of the table, okay? When we ring the bell, All right, there you go. <laughs> we start fighting, okay? When the when a head or heads go up, the fighters put the heads down. The referee takes a score. The referee will then say go. You get back into the fight. We're doing one three rounds, one minute each. They're fast rounds, okay? So heads go up, everybody stops, heads go down. Back into the fight. Okay? Alright. Let's get ready to rumble. Give me two minutes. Let's get ready to rumble. Give me two minutes. One minute. I'm gonna call out the first round first key. We'll be dealing with eight fighters. I'll call the names. Okay, stand by. There you go. Alright. It's about to be game Excited. on. Excited, yeah. Get your head straight, buddy. <laughs> you ready? Got the, got, the, got the thumbs uh, all, all exercise, yeah. <laughs> button mash that game. Uh, all about the button mash. It's that movement, too. It's the sweet science, you know? It a little, is. A little side to side, you know? Side side. It's all about the sway, right? Wow, I was playing video games early today. Nice. Like I got, got, got the nice warm-up for the <laughs> day. Nice Excellent. So we're going to be rooting for you because so far you're, I think you're the only person we know so far that's in the tournament. So you're our horse, man. I was saying before Rich came out, you're, the, you're deputized. You're an official BTBT goon. You've been on the show three times, so you're in, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. So no pressure. Make us proud. <laughs> so he's probably going to call you, man. You have any uh, parting words? All right. So just, just hoping I place well. Absolutely. Not after the first round. That's all I'm Yes. Going down. Burn. Nobody's excited. All right. Right over here, guys. Here we go. Bring it on the first heat. These dudes are some wild motherfuckers here. So it's three rounds, one minute round. Once they signal the bell, it's it's on. They should have put like Rocky on in the background or something. Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, they were talking about that. Yeah. I'm with it. Here we go. The opening bell of the tournament coming soon. Forget everything I said about it being friendly. This is a bloodthirsty yeah. brawl. Another piece and cues uh, yeah. ready for the. Yes. <laughs> no friends after tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Checking out this belt. It's actually an official Bridge and Tunnel Championship belt. It is pretty damn awesome. It is very cool. Definitely gonna have picks. Yeah, definitely gonna have picks up on the uh, website. <laughs> you get you liking the feel, huh? You might, might be bringing it home, huh? It's got it's got about felt behind it. Very, very nice and soft. I'm ready to grab That's belt. the prize. There you go, man. Yeah, you got to do it. Ready to just grab this belt and run out. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy over here. I, the, the suspense is just getting to me. Perry, I need another beer for my flight. I just, you know. I'm guessing you're going to go light before you go heavy? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Thank That's you, sir. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's nice. Fresh Pond Grove Oak Aged Pale Ale, 6%. Tasty stuff. Brewed just for this very special event. And the fighters are warming up. There's a hush that's fallen over the crowd here. People waiting eagerly in anticipation for this mega event.
Hey guys, we hope you're enjoying this week's episode. We'll get you right back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to take this time to tell you about the BTBT store at beertodaybeertomorrow.com. Want shirts that will have you styling and profiling? Want 16-ounce soda can-style glassware for all your craft beer drinking needs? Well, we got them at the BTBT store. It's your go-to for BTBT-branded merchandise. Visit the BTBT store at beertodaybeertomorrow.com for your exclusive shirts and glassware today. And now, back to the show. It's Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow. Back at it. Once again, we have a very special guest. Uh, please introduce yourself, sir. Hey, what's going on? It's Eric from uh, Beer Boom. How are you? Doing pretty good, Eric. So, um, we're glad to finally have you on the show. So, you got a lot of interesting shit going on, man. Tell us about what you're doing, what's going on. So, uh, we're making a documentary about craft beer in New York City. Um, we've been working on this for the last uh, three years. Um, we've interviewed a lot of like really important people in craft beer uh, in New York. Um, we've... Uh, I met Rich at a uh, craft beer event um, like three years ago, and um, it was this local honey and beer tasting event. And um, so Rich was there. It was there were three breweries there. There was Finback, I think it was Transmitter, and it was Rich. And I ended up talking to Rich for like about about an hour. Like we were just sitting there chatting about beer. Wow. And uh, he was telling me that he just signed a lease for his new space. So I do a lot of um, I do a lot of uh, corporate uh, content. I shoot a lot of video. We do a lot of um, we do a lot of documentary work. And uh, my uh, uh, my buddy Andrew, um, we we've been uh, talking about doing a project together for a while. And uh, so Rich came along, and we were like, okay. Um, so he's getting his, his lease. And I've seen a movie called uh, Beer Wars uh, a couple right. of years ago, and. Um, so I, I tore my ACL. I tore my uh, ACL a couple of years ago, and oh, I watched Beer Wars a few times, and uh, it really got me into the whole world of craft beer, of like um, the rising up, the rising up of like li- like of like the local beer, yeah, uh, like the big guy versus the little guy, like kind of like Anheuser Busch, like kind of like crushing like all local beer, and kind of like what happened in New York City uh, after Prohibition. So like after. Um, after Rheingold closed down, there was really no beer in New York for like 10, 15 years. And it's kind of, so our project is talking about beer in New York after Prohibition, after what happened in New York and, uh, and how like the last breweries closed and how kind of, how there was nothing here and talking about really the boom of craft beer in New York. Yeah. So we've interviewed Steve Hindi from Brooklyn Brewery. Uh, Garrett Oliver from Brooklyn Brewery. Wow. Uh, Sam Palagoni from uh, from Dogfish. Dogfish. Yeah. yeah. We interviewed him because uh, he actually started brewing in New York up on the Upper West Side. Oh yeah. Yeah, he started home brewing on the Upper West Side. Well, he he so. also helped out with Italy, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, uh, we interviewed him at Alewife. So they had okay. an event called uh, Extreme Beer. Yeah, That's right, right. Yeah. That so was we, recent, right? Yeah, that was very yeah, recent. Yeah. yeah, that was really close. Um, so we interviewed him like really, uh, but it was amazing because I, I didn't, I, I, I had him on our wish list of people to interview for this yeah. thing. Yeah. So I reached out to, uh, to the owner of Alewife and I was like, okay, you guys are having this event with Sam. Can you do me a favor and, and get me like 10 minutes with Sam? He was like, okay, don't, don't worry about it. I'll say, oh, nice. I'll get an email together. 
he did me such a huge favor and like we, we edit this movie at Alewife so like I was upstairs working with Andrew talking about like who's next what are we going to interview what's the next steps for this movie and um it's been like it's been like a huge process this movie's changed several times yeah and um it's just like every time like we go down and sit and edit this it's like four or five breweries open and it's like okay all right so what's going on in in new york and what's going on in the city it's kind of hard to like you know really nail this this movie down. you almost need to make it like a quarterly thing yeah to keep yeah, up with the yeah, pace because because it's, it's going that quick now so how, how far along in the movie are you guys? So we finished a rough cut and we're like really like kind of finalizing the story. Um, so the story of craft beer, like we're really focused on, on Rich. So Rich is, is Rich's story is pretty much like the underdog of the underdogs in beer. Yeah. Um, it's, it's literally, he's literally one guy against bigger breweries against bigger breweries yep so that's kind of rich's story and um our our documentary is is more focused on new york city as a whole but also focused on rich's struggles as a one a one-man brewery and a family brewery against all the other breweries so it's really interesting about like his struggles compared to another brewery because he's got a full-time job and like this is like he he makes some of, like some of the best beer in the city in, in my opinion, and um, it's really it's it's hard for him because he sees like these other breweries, and uh, like with like a full sales staff and it's just him. It's really like it's it's a hard kind of um, like you really can't compare yourself. Like it's yeah. like a, a, it's kind of hard. Like I, I really yeah. No, no, I I mean we we've had uh we've had Rich on the show many times and and I mean the guy's got so many stories. That, I mean the guy basically built this place from the ground up and I, I mean I have footage of him with uh with, with a jackhammer by really? himself a little, oh, wow. by himself yeah. in this place. Wow. And um that's kind of where this started. Like once he said okay all right come on down and uh, come shoot me building this place. I was like, all right, come on. So I, I went down. I shot him like shooting some B-roll, and um, we were we were after uh, Steve Hindi for a while. So like I was emailing Steve Hindi for a long time, and uh, once his assistant said, okay, all right, we have this weekend available. Can you come down? I I, uh, I said, okay, yeah, whatever happens, I'll be we'll be there. Like we rescheduled like a ton of different family events. <laughs> and we're like, okay, Steve's available. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll make, make it, it over there. Yeah, we'll make it happen. So we interviewed Steve, and uh, one, after we had that interview, and like he gave us so much time, like he walked us around the brewery, he told us like like his story of building uh, Brooklyn Brewery, and um, after we had that interview, I was like, okay, all right, we have something here, and uh, so now we're like really plugging along, and like I, I've seen a number of other documentaries about beer in, in other cities, and I was. I watched them as, as a kid, and like, well not a kid, like a few years ago. I watched them a few years ago, and like as a film like maker from Hunter College, and uh, and like a filmmaker for like my career, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, I could do something better than that, you know? Yeah. Like I, I, I could like, you know, like uh, I, I'm a New York I'm a New York native, and uh, this is my city, and like I really want to make something that people could be proud of, 
Yeah. And so the last four years, we've been like really plugging away at this. And this movie's changed several times. Like we did a Kickstarter and we raised our money, and um, we've worked with this um, this financial planning firm. Uh, it's uh, Canatero Financial. Right. Uh, they're in uh, Midtown, and they uh, they work with a lot of craft breweries in New York. And uh, so we interviewed them, and like they they just put us in touch with a lot of good people. And like they gave us a real insight of how the business of craft beer works. Um, they're a very good, um, they're a very good resource for me. Uh, like asking questions, like like just even asking, like, so what should we cover? Like when we go approaching a brewery, right? What questions should I ask? Like, yeah. Should I ask them about like laws? Should I ask them about this? Should I ask them about this? And, and Luke Canatero, he's like, why don't you tell these guys about this? Why don't you ask them about this? You know. You know I really, I personally, I want to know about this. And he would ask me, and it was, yep. it was really good. So like, have you talked to Six Point at all? No, we haven't. Because they're yet. they're reopening. They're supposed to reopen soon, I believe, right? Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I guess they're opening a new tap room. And uh, oh, they're opening a tap. I know yeah, they've been yeah. open. I know. They oh, so mean, they're still brewing, but I mean, a tap room is their new. I, I know. Their uh, next Sandy level destroyed thing. Yeah. them. Sandy completely yeah. destroyed their so operations. I, I think they're opening in Red Hook, actually. Or opening a, an actual tap from room. What I, oh, from okay. what I've, what I've I, read I heard online, the we'll see yeah. if it happens. I hear a lot of rumors. Yeah. I hear yeah. rumors. And then you got you got Queens Brewery, you got Evil Twin, you got McKellar. It's going to be a crazy year for sure. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of new brewers. But all the better, right? Yeah. Uh, but Keller's opening up in City Field. Yep, yep exactly. And uh, I love that you guys are focusing on Rich because I mean I, we have love for all the Queens breweries and all the breweries in New York. But it's great to see. I mean, I mean, Rich is a local Queens product. He's a Queens guy. It's great it to see that timing. story. Yeah, like it was literally perfect timing. I go to this uh, craft beer event. My uh, my girlfriend at the time was saying, "Oh, hey, let's go out." And I'm like, "Okay, all right. I like beer, so let's go to this thing." Yeah. And I met Rich, and I talked to the guys from Finback. I talked to the guys from Transmitter, and they, they made beer with uh, the Wilk Apiary beer. Yeah. And uh, so they made beer with that, and Rich made the uh, the Massapeaches ale with that. Right, right. And uh, so the funny thing is, after I talked to him about uh, like this documentary that we're doing, and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, come on down, you know. And so we, we interviewed him at, the, uh, at his garage. So we interviewed him first at his garage. And then he signed his lease for this space. Yeah. And I have footage for like a year of him building his space. Wow. Like the footage I have, it's of him with a jackhammer, like drilling out the, uh, the drainage pipe. Right, right. Like, and he's by himself. Like it's amazing. Like I've seen like other breweries say like, oh, we built this space, but they're like ordering the construction crew, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, yeah, you built this. All right. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> I got footage of this guy. Like, like fucking holding a jackhammer. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's good. Good job, pal. Yeah. You know, and I'm sitting here like, all right, so I have that footage. And then um, it, it, it's just like amazing, like the amount of breweries that are opening up. We just interviewed uh, Chris Kuzme from uh, Fifth, Fifth Hammer. Hammer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Kelly Taylor from Kelso. Nice. And um, like those guys are a wealth of knowledge. Absolutely. Of beer in the city. Um, there's another guy you should probably talk to. His name's uh, Peter LaFrance. Um, I met him at uh, New York City, uh, at the New York Beer Co. in, uh, in Midtown. Yeah. And uh, he had this event called about the science of beer. And, like, he was breaking down. Like, so he would basically have a beer. He would have you taste a little sampler. 
and he'd sip it, and he would explain to you what's going on in, 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 in like what's going on with that beer. Yeah. Like he would say, this note is hitting the front of your tongue, this note is hitting the middle of your tongue, and this is the science behind of what's going on with that particular beer. And uh, so once I met him, and I, I was speaking to him after the event, and I was like, what do you know about history? And he was like, oh, man, I could talk about hours. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to call you in a few months. <laughs> so, awesome. So um, we, we interviewed him, and he gave us, like, a whole history section of New York City beer. And it was basically um, it was basically um, the, um, the prohibition. Was it in Ken, uh, uh, Ken Burns? Yeah. So it's basically Ken Burns' prohibition simplified condensed in like five, a condensed minutes, to five yeah. minutes because like our movie is like an hour and 30 minutes and like there's so much of what's going on in a city yeah. that, that we have to, to do yeah. so curious uh, what did you guys shoot with so oh man uh, it's been uh, three years um, so we started shooting with the um, the Canon the FS uh, the, um, the Canon uh, 5D Mark III mm -hmm. and uh, the the Panasonic AF100, which was my camera, to, you know, and now we're shooting with the Sony, the AF, uh, no, the, the, the A7S, nice, a Sony A7S1 and A7S2. So uh, now we're doing that, and it's um, we're really like guerrilla filmmakers in a way. Absolutely. Yeah. So what what have you found the most challenging uh, of getting this documentary done? What's been the hardest part of it all? It's complex. Um, this movie has been. Um, this movie's changed several times. When we first started this movie, we were kind of looking for a villain. Uh, we were looking for a villain in this movie, so we wanted to be like the good guy versus the bad guy. You know, like Rich is building this place by himself. Yeah, who's the bad guy? But at the end of the day, it's it's not. There's no real villain. It's just like a bunch of guys trying to get their piece of the pie. Yeah. You know, like. There's, um, you have guys who are like, oh, we're contract brewers. We're trying to get this piece of the pie. Uh, we're trying to build our own brewery. We have guys like Rich who's like, you know, is building everything by himself and like doing what they can yeah. to make good beer. And it's just, from what we see, it, it's really about quality. Like, it's really about what beer is good. Being part um, of the scene the right way, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's, it's just like which beer is good. Bridge and Tunnel can make this beer in a dairy tank, or they can make this in like a thousand dollar fermenter. As long as this beer tastes good, it doesn't matter to me as a consumer. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything about your story. I just know what what I drink. You know that that's kind of what what does yeah. it. You know, like you could spend millions of dollars on your brewery and still make terrible liquid. Yeah, you know that's you know, yeah. that's that's it. Like that, that's what we learned on this thing. Yeah, and I think just knowing Rich's story makes you appreciate it all that much more. Oh I yeah, think. you know. Oh yeah, it, it makes you respect him as a as a brewer and as a person. Absolutely, it really does definitely. Um, that the funny thing is, I actually um, I actually started bartending here. Right, and um, I was texting him out of the blue, saying, "Hey, I know your system's up and running." Um, do you want me to come by? Like, can I come by and shoot some footage of you brewing? And he tells me, he's like, oh, I hurt my back real bad. And um, I'm going to be laid out for a couple of weeks. So my first instinct was like, uh-oh. Uh, yeah. I, I could help him. You know, maybe I should help him. And I say, well, I'm off of my 9-to-5 job on next Wednesday. Is there anything I could come by and help you with? 
And he says, uh, well, I'm planning on brewing a beer on Wednesday. Uh, do you want to help me with that? And I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, please. I'll help you with So I came here. And uh, so he was here with his assistant brewer, Andrew. And they were brewing the uh, the Massapecha sale. And this was, like, I think the second time they were brewing it. So I'm sitting there. And it was funny because that's the first, like, the first beer I had of his was the Massapecha sale. Okay. And I met him with that beer. So we're back here brewing, and I'm like, I'm help, I'm half brewing and half shooting background footage, and um, in the middle of the brew session, he's asking me, "What's your experience selling beer?" I'm thinking like, "All right, all right what do you want me to be like a beer rep or something? All right, that'd be pretty cool." All right, and he's like, "No, what's your experience selling beer?" I'm like, "Well, um, I used to be a beer vendor at Shea Stadium." So I used to walk up and down the, the stairs selling beer. Right. And he's like, oh, wow, okay, all right. So what's your, um, so like, what, what's that compared to, and he's pointing at his tap room. Beer vending is a lot harder than, than a, being a bartender here. And he's like, oh, why is that? Being a bartender at Shea Stadium, I got to walk up and down 5,000 stairs <laughs> bringing cans of beer to people right. and pouring it to them. And he's like, oh, okay, all right. Well, um, can you do me a favor on... Uh, on Sunday, my uh, my bartender he got bit by a dog in India. Can you do me a favor and, and cover the bar and so I could take my kids out ice skating? And I'm like, all right, okay, I can try that. Why not? Yeah. So I, I did it. It was a fun time, and uh, and I've been bartending ever since. So like I've been coming by on Sunday and like you know, manning the bar over here, and it's really fun because I I pretty much talk to my friends for like for hours. Yeah. Talk to them about beer in the city and here and like. And basically, what what I'm doing with the documentary, and it's it's really not work. It's um, it's more fun. Like me talking to my friends, talking about all this stuff. It's not work being behind a bar. Yeah. It's like research. Yeah, it's research. Yeah. There you yeah, go. I've been researching. Yeah. So um, so now, where can people uh, you know, find you online to find out more about what you're doing? Uh, Instagram, it's uh, Beer Boom Movie. Uh, Facebook, it's Beer Boom Movie as well. Online, it's Beer Boom Movie, but it, that links to our uh, our Kickstarter. Uh, that's our, like our old website. <laughs> yeah. So and 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 there's there's no timeline yet, right, for the movie? We're looking to be done probably by like April. April okay. will probably be done with the movie. But uh, again, it keeps changing. Yeah. Every single time I say, "Hey, we're gonna be done," I said, "Hey, we're gonna be done in in December," and we got an interview with Sam Caligoni, and that completely changed the, the movie. Because a lot of a, a lot of the knowledge that he ba- a lot of knowledge he, Sam dropped on us yeah. changed different parts of the other movie. Yep. yep. So like I have parts of like Rich doing this and Rich doing this, and then Sam talking about like, oh yeah, our sixty minute IPA was made with a vibrating football game that we bought at a a, a, a Salvation Army. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like seeing him talking about that. And comparing it to Rich, and you're sitting there scratching your head, and you're like, "We we have something here. Like in the movie, we have something here." And it's like, well, like granted, Rich is up against bigger odds here. Yeah. Like he's up against some breweries that have. It's a it's a totally different market than what Sam started with. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like Rich is up against some serious players here. Like you have breweries. That come out of the gate like firing in all cylinders. Oh, he, he, he's and up Rich, against million dollar breweries, yeah, basically. Yeah. You know? It's a mom and pop shop. Right. Like, 
it's like talking about your local video store going up against Blockbuster. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of the the, the analogy. Blockbuster's had a business for years. I mean, I'm, yeah, but uh, it's yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So, so curious. What was the, what was the craziest thing you've encountered so far during your filming? I think it was the simple fact that we we got Sam Sam Caligone. That, that is that pretty was, crazy. That's huge. I, he was on my my wish list for a while and um, when we got him it was like it threw it completely threw me off <laughs> it completely threw me off yeah like I didn't expect to interview him at all wow very cool man so I mean th- yeah. thank you thank you so much for hopping on the show is there anything else you want to leave our audience with anything else you want to tell them? the platform is yours so uh, drink local and, and, and drink who you know and um, and just drink local all right, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We uh, wish you a lot of success. Excited uh, about this documentary. Yeah, looking uh, forward re- to it. Repping NYC hard. We'd love to hear that. Uh, and, and, of course, you're supporting a local Queens guy. So that's always a great thing, man. Cheers and thank you so much. Thank you very much. Hey guys, we hope you're enjoying this week's episode. We'll get you right back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to take this time to tell you about the BTBT store at BeerTodayBeerTomorrow.com. Want shirts that will have you styling and profiling? Want 16-ounce soda can-style glassware for all your craft beer drinking needs? Well, we got them at the BTBT store. It's your go-to for BTBT-branded merchandise. Visit the BTBT store at BeerTodayBeerTomorrow.com for your exclusive shirts and glassware today. And now... Back to the show. Spirit today, beer tomorrow. We are back at it with a very, very special guest, Rich. Welcome back to the show. Thanks, man. So glad to have you. So tell us, tell us a little bit about this craziness that we saw tonight. Well, it's it's uh it's the third year that we're we're doing our uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots tournament, um, and I think we had, I think it was about thirty contenders, roughly. Um, we set up a bunch of stations, and then we just do it in heats until we get to the top and we have the final. In this case, and it happened last year, too. I guess it's just the way that it works out with the math, but it'll come down to three. Yeah. And then we have to do like kind of like uh, like an elimination and then get it down to the final two. And it was fair. Everybody, they had a chance one round each to, to, to fight each other, and then the last, you know, the two that won twice became the the final right final you know con- contenders <laughs> right and, and towards the end there Ben people were going crazy people oh, were chanting yeah. and screaming oh yeah man I told you you know yeah. I told you this how it was going to be it gets like it's it starts to get a little bit of a you know like a kind of a march but then when you get to the end people really because you know you're that close to winning the belt and everybody kind of gets a feeling of who they want to win so yeah. yeah, you know, it just gets competitive, you know. Sports Absolutely. get real when they matter, right? Yeah, <laughs> and you know, it's funny because this year I was like, I was, I was thinking about, like, if we would have charged, like, let's say, five dollars for like a contender fee, and then the winner got all that money. Wow. But I think it would have ramped up the competitiveness that I just didn't want to go down that path. Yeah. Because because there were you know, people start pounding on the the games and you know who's who's whose fighter didn't fight you know good enough because now it wasn't working right and yeah. if you lay money down on the line forget about it i didn't want to go i didn't want to get into that you know right yeah it's a whole other dynamic you see how it was today you know yeah just without money 
yeah. people, people are going crazy. Now it's definitely a fun time. Definitely a fun time. And uh, so, can you tell us a little bit about the brew that you brewed? Uh, kind of that, that's year in year out that you do for this event. Yeah, yeah. it's it's our uh, it's our third year doing it. It's uh, the Ridgewood Grove uh, Oak Age Pale Ale. Um, it's a pale ale recipe, and then we age it in bourbon barrel oak. Um, and I just like the flavor profile. You know, year, years ago I used to be a big fan. There was a there was a beer. There's a brewery, Inns and Gun, from England. Yeah. And they do all like barrel like oak oak age stuff. And they they were like I really used to enjoy their beers. And uh, you know to be able to do one here, you know. So, but yeah, and it's you know we do it. You know the name Ridgewood Grove. It's for the Ridgewood Grove Arena. So anything that we could bring a little bit, you know, ring the bell for, uh, for the history of the local area, you know, it's... Keep it alive. I, yeah, as you guys know, it's kind of one of, one of my things, you know? Yeah, yeah I know. Absolutely. 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 So, I mean, you, got, you had a huge event here tonight. So what, what's next? What's coming up for uh, Bridge and Tunnel? Well, we have, actually, we have a, we have a huge St. Patrick's Day because it's landing on Saturday. It's going to be big. It's gonna be big, so we're like preparing. We're gonna we're gonna do two to three casks of all stuff brewed here. Um, we're canning now. We just we actually did a bunch. We did a canning run today, so I've been here since like seven in the morning. Oh wow! Canning. Uh, we're gonna do a can release for New York City Beer Week of our of our get in, shut up, hold on, New York IPA, which we had nice. a false start with we, we have the labels but we didn't do the can release uh months back and so now we're finally going to release these cans and uh yeah man you know we're getting into our our season you know like the winter's great for us the, the the spring is good for us too you know um so yeah but right now we're really i'm really psyched for st patrick's day being that it falls on a saturday so it's, an, it's another one of my one of my holidays and uh we're gonna we're gonna try either we're gonna do a big potluck so I got a lot I got a lot of people that want to cook for it and bring stuff in or right. we're gonna cook here. We might do corned beef and cabbage in the boil kettle. Maybe. Oh wow, <laughs> we'll see. That'd be some. <laughs> bring it back to its roots, you know. Uh, that's right, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And, and what are you drinking right now, by the way? You know, I think it's a I think it's a New England IPA. It's a it's a home brew that uh, my buddy poured for me. Nice. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a New England IPA. Right, so I'm drinking the Diogenes Stout, and I'm drinking a random homebrew that I was handed. All right. So uh, yeah, we have a handful of homebrews here tonight. Yeah. yeah no, from, it's good. Um, good times. Yeah. Uh, homebrews and hand grenades. Yeah, yeah. Good guys. Good group of guys. So I mean, what else can can you tell the audience about tonight's event? I mean, this was this was pretty crazy. Uh, it, it was a lot of contenders, and um, you know, what, what, how, how did you assess the overall event? I mean, it's been getting more intense at, by the year. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, this brewery is, we, we don't have any, we, we don't have any boundaries, I guess, you know? Yeah. Like, I'll go around, there were people here that didn't even want to fight. The winner didn't want to fight. And I, and, and I, I literally twisted his arm to put his hat in the <laughs> ring to be a contender, and he ends up winning. You know, like, and... I just feel like that the event itself, because it's, you know, it's it's competitive. Um, it just allows people to blow off steam, whether they want to or not. They end up blowing it off anyway, and um, it, it it just 
it's our energy. You know? Yeah. I mean, we we don't we don't care. Good space, good people, good times. Yeah, right? man. We, you know, like bring it on. You know what I mean? Let's have some fun. Let's yell. <laughs> you know, what I mean, we're, we're keeping the beers. Uh, the beers stand on their own, but the tap room, you know, it's like everybody's fast friends here. And this yeah. is just one of like other events that we do that where like we try to keep it in that vein. You know? so, so is it safe to say it'll be coming back for a fourth year next year? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. If nice. anything, it's starting to feel like it's getting tight in here. I got to figure out like how to configure this. And that was my one mistake today that I didn't. I didn't turn the tables around before people came in. We were, we had a lot of people here, and then I, I felt bad about moving their seats, you know. But next time, maybe we'll move it before, you know, maybe have it move the whole day so people Prep people are used to. Yeah. 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 So. But very cool, man. So, Rich, is, is um, well, first I want to say thanks so much. This is your fourth official appearance. On the show, very happy about that. Yeah, sure, man. Um, Thanks so, for always calling me in, man. No, absolutely. We love having you on. So, anything else you want to leave the audience with? Anything else you want to tell the audience about Bridge and Tunnel that they may not know? Well, if you haven't, if you haven't come down, if you haven't checked us out, um, people seem to like what we're doing, and um, you know, we're not just a brewery, but we're also a tap room with the community. All right, and. Um, like I said, you know, people become fast friends here, you know, and come pay us a visit, you know, come check out, check out what we're, what we have online. Like I said, you know, I mentioned before we run, we average about 16 lines, um, everything brewed in house. And, um, you know, we, we run the gamut, we throw a wide net. So like, there's always something for somebody to find. And, uh, you know, but Absolutely, you know, don't forget, man. It's like the survival of local breweries depends on you guys, um, everybody out there, you know, and, and um, we, we depend on your patronage, really. Uh, it's, it's a tough environment out there for small breweries and for, you know, medium-sized breweries. So, uh, you know, maybe come check us out. Right on. Uh, right on. Rich, always, always a pleasure having you on. Thanks so much for hosting Beer today, beer tomorrow. This was an awesome event. We had a good time. Um, yeah, it got crazy in here. We're glad we could be a part of it. Awesome, <laughs> man. Awesome, man. Right. Thanks, Larry. Okay, cheers. cheers, man. Cheers. cheers. Right on, Rich. Cheers. Hey, we hope you enjoyed this week's show. We had a lot of fun, and we want you to have a little bit more. We have a little bit of bonus audio for you. That's right. A little bit of a bonus. A little bit, a little bit. This show's not over yet. We bring you BTBT calling the championship Rock'em Sock'em Robots match between Barley Wine Bob and Booker T. There's a lot of drunk yelling and shouting, but stick with it. It's a good time. Check it out and stay tuned because we'll be back next week. Now enjoy the bonus audio. And until next time, drink local, drink fresh, repeat. Cheers. The
Here you go. Booker T versus Barley Wine Bob. Sounds so appropriate. It does. This is it. This is the final. A grueling competition. The music this is, is what it's all about right now. Waiting. All the all the crowd is ready to go now. This is it. The crowd is, is fucking losing it right now. The final for the title. We got the Rocky theme music in the background. Get your thumbs ready, and they said. All the pride, all the training, all the marbles, everything. Uh oh, we got some barley and wine uh, Bob we got, fans. We got, we got some. Uh, the shit's getting crazy. We goes round one. one, and they're just smashing the hell out of this thing. Oh, uh oh. It's getting crazy over here now. It's getting crazy over here. Fists of fury, lightning round. Craziness. It's a heated competition. Even heat on this round. <laughs> Barley wine, Bob's killing it right now. These two fine athletes just going at it right now. the sweet signs. <laughs> They're going crazy. It's just epically right against one another, one another every time. Their defense is to block punches with their face. This is insane right now. The abuse these rock'em. Can't even imagine. Rock'em. Sock'em. Robots. Bollywine Bob looks like he's hurting. He wants more time. These guys stamina is draining. There's the round. USA, USA. <laughs> it's not over. Booker T takes the first round. It's a spirited battle. These two guys laying everything on the line right now. Beer today, beer tomorrow, bridge and tunnel, third annual. Rock'em, sock'em, robots, round two. Kick it oh, off. Early shots in. Barley Wine Bob's trying to mount a comeback. Oh, and, he, oh, and he's doing it. He, he's rocking him and he's, he's rocking him and he's socking him. Uh-oh, this is, this is his round. This could be, this he's could coming be the back. game changer. It might be a three-round bout. This could change everything. The swing of the momentum right here. Barley Wine Bob is coming back. This is one of the epic all-time comeback stories this will go down in sports history if he can win this will be an ESPN 30 for 30 if he can do it he's putting that work in but he's getting rocked right now he's mashing it but, he, but he, he's getting hurt right now I'm drinking some Diogenes Stout FYI and we count down the right five four three Two, one, and that is round two. Oh, shit. Two rounds in the books. Oh, and Barley Wine Bob spilled his beer. Boo. It's one and one. It all. He should be disqualified for spilling his beer, but we'll allow it. <laughs> Barley Wine Bob with the comeback. And this 
is for a little bit of cleanup before we do the the official game winning championship round. It's one round apiece. This is it. The tension is winner take all. The tension has just swept over the crowd. <laughs> well, there we are. And this is it. Round three. Winner take all. Oh. It's a battle of the Barley Titans. Bob's behind us. The slur. two top contenders. Marlon Wine Bob's putting work in. Oh, gets one there. He's won over this crowd. It's about even now. The crowd is super crazy. into it. Who knows who's going to win this one, though? Bob's getting rocked. Bob's getting hurt. He's trying to come back. You're a bum, Rock. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's getting crazy. Oh, Bob's getting rocked. He's practically out on his feet. This dude's getting rocked. That's karma for spilling the beer. Oh, it's over. He's hurt. Down to He's the done. Bell. The comeback did go, not guys. happen. And it's done. There it is. That's it. It's over. And Booker T comes back. T. Booker T. Booker T. And that is a wrap on the third annual Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Booker T. Booker T is the champion. Seven problems putting the belt on, but that's all right, because he won. And now he's about to chug the rest of his beer. Let's go, yeah! And that concludes the third annual Rock'em Sock'em Robots Tournament. Booker T approaching the podium. This is his moment. Let's see what he's got to say in this epic moment. Clearly the crowning moment of his life. He's just overcome with the passion and the, and the weight of the moment. He doesn't have any words. This is his crowning achievement of his entire life. And he's done it. He is the champion. Forever immortalized. Uh-oh. And the group... The gra gracious in defeat, Barley Wine Bob acknowledges that he was not the better man tonight. Two great champions it. going such at it, but there can only be one winner. This is the stuff legends are made of. Booker T's boyhood dream is now a reality. Chug, 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 yeah, Barley Wine. Bob redeeming himself for spilling the beer. He chugged his entire draft pint. <laughs> All is well in the world. Perry, what else can be said about what we just witnessed? That was intense, to say the least. <laughs> Two warriors. Uh, and now it's fucking over. Good stuff.
Oh, yeah. 